Now I'm on work release. Working is what? Math teacher. Next, explain the pajamas. Well, I'm on work release from house arrest, but I don't have a home. See this? This won't let me travel 100 yards from this. And this only has a 30-yard cord, so I can only travel... Whatever, you do the math. You said you teach math. Exactly. I teach it, you do it. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And here are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community Season 5, Episode 1, Repilot. Uh, but before we get into that, and before we outsource Mike's bits, aha, I saw you going for the, the soundboard there. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about, about a movie that I am very excited to watch called Weird. Mm-hmm. It's a tell me about this the weird. Okay, so Weird Al decided to make a parody biopic. It's going to be wonderful. Uh, they released a trailer of it. Uh, Dana Radcliffe's in it. It looks hilarious. Weird Al's in it as like a record <laughs> producer. It's wonderful. Um, Give me more would, <laughs> more thing to talk about. Would you? disown me if i told you that i have not actually watched the trailer yet that's fine uh i don't i i will say i understand that everybody has their own path with al um i uh showed it to my beautiful wife who said and i told her i'll be watching it with or without her and she's like without me um so she is not interested in the slightest um should mm-hmm. should i in real time Watch this Weird Al trailer. You know, I think so. Let's watch the Weird Al trailer. And for our lovely listeners, you'll be able to listen to it. I mean, you remember when we saw Doughboys? Um, yes, and I they, do. <laughs> oh, yes. We went to the Doughboys show and they were just like, they played anyways, Avatar that 2. new Avatar 2 trailer just dropped. We're going to watch it. And then we watched <laughs> and it. And we did. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're ripping off more uh, <laughs> more podcasts. The McElroys, not enough. All right, I'm gonna watch this in real time, baby. Put it in. I'm tired of people thinking I'm some kind of joke. Your dad and I agreed it would be best if you just stop being who you are and doing the things you love. My whole life, all I wanted. I'm afraid we found your son at a poker. What? (laughs) What is this? (laughs) Just to make up new words to a song that already exists. Oh. Well, you should do that then. Dude, this is some wild stuff, yeah, yeah. man. Every once in a great while, I can spot a talent that I know is the future of music. Is that uh, we gotta find you a stage Rain Wilson? Yes. It's long That's awesome. So I'm just gonna throw this out there. Weird Al Yankovic. I love it. <laughs> Okay, this this does look. Do I know you, Madonna? I was wondering if you were going to do a pair. This looks way better than it has any right to. Autobiographical. Yes. (laughs) Except for the fact that I've had a lot of sex. (laughs) (laughs) Only one queer genius doesn't have a checkered past involving alcohol. That's the medicine. And drugs. I think Madonna's a bad influence on you. What? No offense. Okay, no. I'm a I, I will totally I will totally watch this with you, dude. Yeah. This looks are. this looks awesome. You're all just a bunch of normals. I'm the because like one. you gotta take care of yourself. This is going in directions I never expected. With something to give to the world. Thank okay, that that looks pretty cool. Um oh, Al. You can't smoke in here. No. <laughs> <laughs> I totally deserve it. He just, <laughs> if you haven't seen the trailer, he just totally put out a cigarette on a guy's hand. Right. Uh, Who's a played thing by that Will I definitely, Forte. 
a thing that I definitely <laughs> would have expected Weird Al to do in real life. Yep. Um, Everything in that trailer is true to Weird Al because you know he wrote the thing. <laughs> so that was uh, pretty amazing, actually. Um, yeah. I don't know if it was any good. If it was any good audio for our listeners who got got to listen to me watch a weird a trailer for a Weird Al parody biopic. Yeah. Biopic? Biopic. <laughs> what do you say? What do I people call, say? I say biopic, but I know that there was a a trailer for a podcast of, like that was like, in, I think it was International Waters. It's like, you know, it's biopic, biopic, etc. I don't think anybody cares really, though. Um, but yes, um, I am enamored with it and I cannot wait for November 4th. I've cleared my calendar. It looks uh, it looks pretty good. I I have to say, um, I was I will admit I was holding off because I was like I don't know, man. Like it's a it's a I expected it. Yeah, yeah. I expected it to be more serious. Right. And I, I don't okay. Don't so know let me, why. Yeah. Let me. Uh, I don't me know in, why <laughs> I expected it to be let's, serious. Let's inspect that a little bit. Um, yeah. You know what I think is going to be really serious? A, a a Weird Al biopic that he wrote himself. That it feels like he's a serious dude behind all that weird. I I just you know when you when you say it's a biopic or a biopic or a biopic. Um, I like that one. That one's good. I I I just assume there's going to be, you know, some some serious tone in there, as opposed to Daniel Radcliffe uh, dressed as Weird Al putting a cigarette out on Will Forte's hand. Yeah, um, that's fair. And 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 having hot, passionate sex with Madonna. Mm-hmm. Um, Who says like a virgin is autobiographical, except for all the sex that she's had. Yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty great. Um, I will, I will watch that with you. That looks, that looks I am good. So excited for it. I cannot tell you. Um, but you know what? I know a lot of our, our fans are excited for, and not just for me talking about weird Al, but it's time for outsourcing Mike's bits. And yes, I know that there was a lengthy preamble to get here. And I apologize for those that were really just where's outsourcing Mike's bits. Don't worry. We're here now. And where it's time for that good, good shuffle. Uh, for time, um, because we used up all of our time talking about weird. Mm-hmm. We will not uh, be I talking just, about community I, this week. I will just say <laughs> that I choose whatever the sexier option is and refuse to follow up. Okay, this is hilarious because now I have because because you built this, you have to decide which one is sexier. Which? <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> Serious outsourcing Mike's voice. Mike's bits voice time. Ben, my good friend Ben. Yes. Would you rather never be able to use search engines again, or never use smartphone apps again? Which one is sexier? Um. Sexier. Uh, is never using smartphone apps. Okay. Uh, and, mm, but then I remembered, uh, Snapchat's a thing. Oh, that's a lot of people. Uh huh. Hmm. A lot of people send. I'm sure se- there's an if you ask like if you ask Snapchat stuff? zero people send sexy pics through Snapchat. Um. I mean, if you ask OnlyFans, ninety five percent of their platform is porn. So you know. Mm hmm. Uh, okay, I do need to. There's there's some irony here because I need to use a search engine. Okay. To see if OnlyFans has a, a an app. You know, if they don't, they're missing out. Like this is the perfect thing. Because you know there are uh, people out there that'll go to a a work uh, bathroom, and I don't even want to finish that. Oh, good. So I looked up, does OnlyFans have an app? <laughs> oh, no. And uh, I found I found a uh, uh, page on cammodelagency.com. Okay, perfect. Called, does OnlyFans have an app? How to get it on your phone? And literally the first subheading is, why you should trust us. <laughs> All right. You know, they know what they're talking about. I don't, um, I don't trust that. OnlyFans app. Um. Okay, so 
Um, <laughs> Sorry, the music ended in such a wonderful way. From what I can tell from my web search, OnlyFans okay. does not have an app, and therefore the sexier option is to not use phone apps because any sexy thing you can find, uh, you can find on a uh, search app, and I will, will not that is elaborate true. any further. No, that's fair. Now, the question I, I have, I. <laughs> surprising no one i'm going to have to uh ask questions of the question in which the question cannot answer when we talk about never using smartphone apps again how deep does that go is a browser a smartphone app because Uh, a browser on a smartphone let's let's be clear yes i mean it probably is so i can't i can't use the the os treats it like an app i can't use a browser. I Hell, can't use. You know what? I basically can't use a phone. Your phone is an app. Yeah, I basically like have a useless function. rectangle in my pocket. You you have to use a dumb phone at that point. <clears throat> but, so, but search engines are a pretty powerful part of the internet. Hmm. See, this is a real conundrum for my my sexy version right. of it the is, question it is because not if you can't very sexy either way, if you can't use phone apps, then. You can't, and and if you're like, okay, well, a browser is a phone app. You can't open up your browser on your phone and look up porn. You have to do it on like right, you a to, computer in your house, and then you have to download it onto your phone. But you can't open the Photos app. See, there's a whole thing here. It's basically like you when you are at a computer, it is the year 2022. When mm-hmm. you're outside of your house, it's 1980. You can't have, look at porn unless you go to a theater. Uh huh. I have a, a pornographic theater. Uh, I have I have a, 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 a potential loophole. Could you read the question again? I need the specific wording on this. All right. I see the rules lawyering coming up. Let's see. Would you rather never be able to use search engines again, or never use smartphone apps again? Uh, cool. So an iPad is not a smartphone. Therefore, I'm just going to carry an iPad around with me all over the place. Get it a a 5G connection. Yep. And then boom, Boom. baby. Now you've got a tablet. Now I've got a tablet. I'm going to look at all my porn on the tablet. I'm going to get a dumb phone. So my phone is just a phone. Right. There's no apps on it. Yeah. And then all of my apps go on my tablet. Lawyered, boom, uh-huh. and just so much porn. Uh, yeah, so much. Uh, honestly, porn. I think that's probably the way to go with this question. Anyway, regardless of porn, <laughs> get a get everything. a dumb phone, a, get a dumb phone, and be, but be able to use search engines because it's just mm-hmm. you know I can't find stuff unless I Google it first. That's the whole point of a search engine. Season anyway. five, episode one of Community Repilot. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, I'm done with no, the question. Yeah, that's a good, no, that's good. Fair. You, <laughs> you've got the right it. pacing. Let's go. Um, Repilot, it is season five. Community comes back for season five. With just a wonderful uh, commercial for Jeff's new law firm, which is actively being uh, re- uh, removed. Because he's broke. Yeah. So in the in the time between season four, uh, which this episode finally dubs the gas leak year. It's time. Um uh, so anytime you've heard Mike refer to it as the gas leak year, it is because mm. of season out of the gate. Dan Harmon is like season four was basically a gas leak. So, yeah, you know, don't take it too seriously. But also don't and then blame we took it all it, on it. And then we took it very seriously because we reviewed every episode. So and some um, of it was worthwhile. Some of it was worthwhile. Anyways, uh, in the time since season four, Jeff starts up a new lawyering career, t- looking out for the little guy. And uh, realizes an ad, there's no money in it. He, uh-huh. He's got an ad where he's a hero fighting a giant robot, destroying a city, which is exactly what I want in a lawyer. Honestly, I would have n- gone to his law firm. Uh-huh. There's no money in it, so all of his stuff is getting repossessed. Even his scotch... Like out By of the his way, hand, they take the glass out of, of his scotch. Hand. And he's like, "Oh, that was the only thing left keeping me going." Uh huh. I'm. I've got some scotch right here. I'm drinking some scotch. I've got the customary so. uh, Good Morning Greendale rum and coke. The plot of this episode is basically his old partner 
played by Rob Corddry, mm. comes back and he's like, I have this client. He got a degree from Greendale. He used that degree to become an engineer and build a bridge, which has since collapsed. And so he is suing Greendale to be like, you gave me a bad degree. Sure. Um, which, you know, if that's an option, uh, <laughs> Jeff Winger, please give me a call. Um, <clears throat> but his, I went to his school. number did start with 555. So if, if that helps. Okay. Um, all right. I'll see what I can find. Um, because I, t- I'll, I'll, I tell you what, I went to college and now I'm doing podcasts uh, sure. for uh, about canceled television shows. So that I've, I think I've got a case. I, I think you do. Um, unfortunately, because I do use my degree on a daily basis, so I can I don't have a case against mine. But I also wouldn't sue my own alma mater. Uh-huh. Um, I would because it did not prepare me for life outside of college. And now I'm doing a podcast that is not big enough to be like going toe to toe with my brother, my brother and me. Oh, no. And um, I don't think I'd want a podcast that big. <laughs> that's uh, that's too big. Look, I will say this much. If my they do do live shows, my, you're right. If any of my podcasts got that big, I could quit my day job. And then um, the quality of these podcasts would undoubtedly stay the same. Exact same. So, Except for there were because be more you don't, episodes you of don't Ring My Bell. don't want to change. You don't want to change the thing that got you success. And also, it's yes, if masturbation I, if, and Taco Bell. If I could, if I could do podcasting as a full time job, there would be more episodes about the pod of the podcast where I talk about how great it is to eat Taco Bell and jerk off. Because at that point, I'm beholden to no one but my whims and desires, and those desires are Taco Bell and jerking off. So, yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is patreon.com slash back to Futurama. <laughs> so um, uh, ringmybell.sexandlasers.com. It's true. That is the website for my other podcast. I absolutely <laughs> opened it to make sure I knew where it was. Did Now, my question is, did you have to go do a search engine search no. for that? I typed it in, but the DNS had to register. You, like, you, you okay. did DNS stuff, but I did type in ringmybell.sexandlasers.com, and it took me right to Ring My Bell, a great podcast about Taco Bell and masturbation. Uh, would you would you rather oh boy. not you use phone apps or not have DNS resolve anything? Well, then you don't use the internet whatsoever. <laughs> wow. You know what? You know what? This joke is very specific and we will get it. And I don't, I don't know how much more of our audience will. Visit my website. 172.79. <laughs> don't, don't deliver an IP address. Um, now I want to find your IP address for straightsexlasers.com. So, uh, anyways, Jeff, Jeff is broke. He's got nothing. He's got no. He's got no. Uh, he's got no law that he can practice. His partner, uh, Alan, I think is his name. I think you're um, right. His partner played by Rob Corddry is, is like, I need you to get the files on this guy because he needs to be able to prove that Greendale is just a, uh, a diploma, diploma factory yeah. that does not, does not actually give anyone an education. And so Jeff is initially hesitant, but he goes along with it. And, uh, we do find out later that Greendale is shredding all of the evidence. A yeah. thing that Jeff expressly said that they would not do because Greendale is a good place for good people. Uh, the Dean is just trying to keep it all together. <laughs> and he can't quit his job because it's he's it's too much of his identity. Um, I, I believe I mean, he even says identity. It's true. Uh, he does... He does say it's not easy being Dean, which I, oh, I didn't even really loved. One. Yes, it's <laughs> so because oh. he just throws that out there. He's like, it's not easy being Dean, Jeffrey. Then stop being the Dean. It's my whole identity. I mean, oh, see what I did there? That's proof. 
That's that's really good. Uh, I didn't even know. Oh yeah. man, it's very good. He he tries to get the the records, and then Jeff comes up with this scheme about uh, making a save Greendale committee, which snowballs into the dean calls Abed. Abed calls everyone else. The whole gang is back, minus Pierce, who is not allowed on campus anymore. We find out from a hologram, mm-hmm. and it's due to court order. Um, and that was f- uh, f- fine. It was fine. As far as final moments of Chevy Chase in this series, him saying that uh, he had a court order because, quote, some women can't take a joke is about on par for uh-huh. what I've come to expect from Pierce Hawthorne. It's certainly near the top moments of uh, Chevy Chase leaving the show. Yes. Uh, so it is It is the last time uh, you will ever see Chevy Chase on this show. Uh, they even make a joke of it. I believe it is Troy who looks at, because they're sitting around the table, and they're like, isn't it weird without magnitude? As he like leans towards Pierce's uh-huh. spot, uh, which is uh, very funny uh, and also pop pop. Also pop pop. We do also get a joke where, uh, because when, when Abed's explaining this idea about doing a repilot um, because again, he's getting all meta about it being a TV show. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, at one point like reverts back to mm-hmm. season one and he points out that he's being season one. It's very, right. it's, it's pretty Which, good. I will say as a return to like, I, I, I think taking that Abed's kind of return to being meta about it being a TV show if I was not aware of all of the drama going on behind the scenes, I'd be like, okay, yeah, whatever Abed's got. But like the idea that it's like, okay, well, we had this year without Dan Harmon. Um, a lot of people didn't like it, uh, whether deserved or not. Right. Um, and now it's back. So it's like this fresh start and like going kind of back to its roots. And like, I think it's a really good fit for that sort of meta narrative. Sure. I agree. And it also helps that Abed is kind of an insert character for Dan sometimes. Yes. But yeah, so I I did find that uh, very good. But then also uh, we do get uh, another meta sort of joke because when Abed is explaining this repilot, um, he compares it to Scrubs um, and how like Scrubs came back. Right. Which was the right choice. Scrubs coming back. Tremendous. Yeah, uh, and that's what I, everybody says. Yep. It was so yep. good. D- no they don't one, even need Zach Braff anymore. No no one has any complaints about the the last seasons of Scrubs at all. Who um, cares about JD only being there for six episodes? You got whole new characters. Uh but yeah, so Abed does point out that in Scrubs season nine, um, because uh, he's like, oh, this could be like Scrub season nine. Jeff could come back as a teacher, which put a pin in that. Ha. And then uh, he also adds that season nine of Scrubs, Zach Braff was only in the first six episodes. And then Troy responds with son of a bitch after everything Scrubs did for him, which is a meta right. thing. Because Very at good. this point, Donald Glover had... Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to dwell on it too much, but there was this like thing where he posted a bunch of these like index cards of sort of like him writing out kind of a, a lot of people on the internet called it a mental breakdown. He does not like it being called a mental breakdown, but it was this thing where he was obviously going through a lot of stress. He was sort of refocusing on childish Gambino. Right. And so he announced before this season started uh, that he would not, uh, that he would be leaving the show. And I th- believe at first it was just like, uh, the the thought was that he just wasn't going to be in season five. But he is in the first, I don't know if it's six, but he's in the first handful of episodes right. in, in uh, season five. So really weird meta commentary on like, Troy being the one to be like, oh, that son of a bitch after everything Scrubs did for Zach Braff when he is just about to right. have a similar departure 
Um, yeah, I find that interesting. It's very, very weird. That also interesting that he'd agree to deliver lines like that. Right, because I was, I was. That's what I was gonna say. I was just like, that's a weird thing. Like, I, I get the the meta humor in it. Sure. It's a weird thing to be like, hey, buddy, you you had this very public uh, thing go on. And uh, now you're leaving the show, and um, I want you to just say this line. Yeah, I'm just going to... We're going to poke at it and poke at you a little bit, but poke at the whole thing, really. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you cool with it? And Don Glover's like, if it's for the joke. I, I don't know if he said that, but, like, you know, uh-huh. he, he went for it. Because, like, it is, it is a thing that, like, if you were not in the know, like, if you were just watching this show casually... It's like, oh, it's a it's a dig at Zach Braff. Okay, whatever. But like if you're in the know. It's also a dig on the actor who's playing Troy. <laughs> it's it's a dig on the guy delivering the line, yeah. which is absolutely wild. It's um, it's bonkers, yeah. I agree with you. So yeah, spoiler alert, and don't you, get too attached to Troy <laughs> this in this season. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's unfortunate that Donald Glover hasn't really done much since, uh, other than, you know, a couple albums and a good TV show and stuff like that. Uh huh. Yep. Just you know, fortune did not smile upon him. Mm-hmm. Um, it it rained down upon him. Actually, it's true. Um, it, it's tough to be rained upon by fortune. It's true. Um, but uh, he's 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 in it. He's in it you for know, now. I, he's so. gonna do. He's gonna be okay. I think we get sort of reintroduced to all of the study group, with the exception of Pierce, because again, he's gone. Court order. Yeah. Uh, since graduating, everyone's lives have kind of taken a turn. Annie is pushing pills. Yep. Um, although she will tell you she's pushing pens that pens. just have the names of pills on them. <laughs> I love hospital administration. Is that your job? Well, not yet, but I administer things to hospitals like these. Pens. Futures are? They're a rising star in pharmaceuticals. Mm. They invented fibromyalgia and the cure for fibromyalgia. Britta has become a bartender, mm-hmm. which she's like, it's basically a therapist. Yeah, the new which, style of therapist. Which, you know, she is not 100% wrong right. on people, that. People bear um, their souls to their bartender sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I may have told this story on this podcast before, but when I, when I, I say first, do it, if, if you've done it already, it's worth hearing it again. Mm-hmm. When I first moved to Portland, the first Christmas I was here, I had nothing better to do. I didn't really know anyone. Right. Uh, so I went to my karaoke bar where I was already a regular mm-hmm. because I had nothing to do on Fridays. I would go there basically every week. And the, uh, bartenders who you know were stuck there working on christmas uh uh you know just like i mean it it wasn't that busy but it also wasn't dead so you know they're just hanging out with all the the poor uh folks sitting around on a a karaoke like a dive karaoke bar on christmas um and um you know when uh when the it came time to to uh, close out and 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 all of that uh both of the bartenders just gave me like these big hugs because it's like i'm i'm alone at a bar on christmas right no one really wants that to happen it was um it was a very nice and like touching thing where it was like i i, I it's one of those things where like i didn't realize that like i needed that sure you know little little bit and then just getting a you know them hugging me and uh i also tipped them like uh a hundred percent even before the hug because it was christmas yeah, and yeah. like also my karaoke bar gets you wasted on like 10 bucks so that is like, also true i've done that <laughs> um yeah they they saw you doing uh meatloaf's uh, i would do everything for love but not that and they're like yeah that dude this, this guy dude this guy needs a hug yeah this guy needs a hug um to be um, fair, I, yes. well, I get the same in- instincts when you, you sing that song at karaoke. It's like, <laughs> dude uh-huh. needs a hug or more. So, Some things uh, I'm not well equipped to give to him. So yeah, Britta is a bartender. <laughs> um, Abed 
is not doing films anymore. He is uh, learning to code because he's going to make the next social networking app, the next big one. He's going to get rich off of that. And Troy and Tro- is just going to sue him. Abed is getting and get- onto my territory. Uh-huh. Uh, Troy is just going to sue him uh, and uh, make out like a bandit. And that's, that's that, his goal. That end goal. I mean, I get the end goal. It just seems like there's not much going there. Mm-hmm. And then um, Shirley kind of drops the bomb that Andre left for good because uh, she was too busy with the shan- sandwich shop and he took the kids, the dog, and the DVR with 166 episodes of Bones just, just gone. gone. Yeah, uh, she says that she didn't think she, that she could fail. That kind of implies to me that Shirley sh- Sandwiches is no more. Um, mm-hmm. So, Which is sad because Shirley Sandwiches, great sandwiches, love the sandwiches. And love that uh, Shirley. Yep. So everyone everyone is kind of in a worse place since graduating, which I will say as someone who graduated in the year 2009 into the middle of a recession, um, whose first job out of college was doing uh, call center work for TiVo. You remember TiVo? It's where you used I to store all your Bones TiVo. episodes. Yep, it's the DVR, which you had uh, on... Uh, uh-huh. yep. mm-hmm. And it was a job so miserable that I wanted to die, and I quit in 45 days. No, so, that's reasonable. <clears throat> so I I feel very uh, in touch sure. with the misery of the entire study group who has just graduated and immediately sunk to a new low. Right. I th- I think there's part of it of like these people are no longer hanging out with one another and they are both their everyone's worst uh uh like influence and also the best influence which is just a wonderful uh look at codependence um and then just watching everybody kind of crumble outside of that except for Annie who what she has a good job like I I get that she's pushing pills Oh yeah she's she's pushing she's pushing well. <laughs> She's pushing, uh, pushing. She's pushing futures, uh, which sounds like a great pill for our other podcast, Back to the Futurama, which will be coming um, back soon. Like just like so much uh, futures, uh, the pill that makes you futuristic. I don't think they describe what happens with futures, uh, but they do describe what happens with. Oh, I don't remember the name, but she, it's about bringing new horizons. I, I, wrote, or something. It, I wrote it down. At the end, like she says, but it's, I can't remember. I've, I just, it's in my brain. It's like happy banana or something, but it's not. Joyvatrex. See, I was close. <laughs> yeah, jo- I could go for some, I could go for some Joyvatrex right now, living in the year 2022. Yeah. I tell you what. I would absolutely, just add it to my Lexapro. Let's go. I'd be depressed right now if these samples from work weren't giving me a new outlook on life. If you're interested in learning more, ask your doctor if Joyvatrex is right for you. Honey. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, everybody's having a time of it. Uh, and then uh, Jeff's like... Oh, also, Chang is back. Oh, yeah. He's, we he didn't con- talk he confessed, about Chang. He confessed to Changnesia not being real. And now, and then he did time in prison. Sure. And now he's teaching math uh-huh. at Greendale. Uh, and also living at Greendale. Right, because he's on ho- house arrest, but doesn't have a house. So he has... Uh, and one of the best, and one of I will say one of my favorite jokes is like, well, I can't get away a hundred feet away from this thing, and this thing has a cord of thirty feet. So, uh, you do the math. It's like, aren't you a math teacher? <laughs> yeah, you do the math. Uh huh. It's very yeah, funny it, to me. It's very good. Um, it is fun to like find Chang fun again. Yeah. Um. Even though, again, he did try to kill everyone and yeah. con everyone into yeah. believing his Changnesia. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> I, no, no arguments here. Uh, I think it's the I think it's the pajamas. I think it's the pajamas. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, you, you can't look menacing in pajamas. I don't think. Mm hmm. I, I'm sure um, I'm sure somebody's gonna find a link of somebody looking very menacing in pajamas, but until I see it, I don't believe it. How to look menacing in pajamas. See if I if I gave up search engines, I could never You could never. hmm How to look fashionable in pajamas. Nope. How to look chic while wearing nope. pajamas. Bridesmaid pajama sets. 
Uh, okay. What bridesmaid? Uh huh. I do kind of want. Like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, it's just it's women dressed up in matching pajama sets for their bridesmaids. Um. So here, why? Well, okay. Maybe it's a gift from the bride to the bridesmaids. Also, like I guess if you're like having a girls' night uh before the wedding yeah maybe or, yeah. or if you're getting married in pajamas that'd be cool okay now that that's pretty sweet uh the gift i gave to my uh groomsman was a, a uh, <laughs> an engraved batman money clip oh mike <laughs> look i was a nerd and i was like 23 <laughs> oh mike wait no that's um, not true i was like 25 <laughs> should have known better but still a nerd <laughs> The gift I gave my groomsmen was not having groomsmen. So that's, that's fair. Um, I did find a WikiHow article on how to be intimidating. It does not say while wearing okay. pajamas. So we are going to genuflect in front of the wizard. Just just assume that I'm adding comma in pajamas gotcha. okay, at the sure, end sure. of every sentence. All right. One, stand up straight, comma, in pajamas. Right, yeah. No Body language is very important when it comes to conveying a certain attitude, comma, in pajamas. Right, yes. mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing because I don't want to get sued by WikiHow. Yeah, y- y- the, wizard, the wizard will take you down. Um, two, fill in the space in pajamas. Okay. Whenever you are sitting, standing, or walking, try and take up as much space as possible in pajamas. That just feels like being a jerk mm-hmm. in pajamas. Three, place your hands on your hips in pajamas. When you are standing in front of or next to others, rest your hands on your hips and keep your arms open away from your body in pajamas. Four, stand in people's way in pajamas. I've said pajamas so many times it's lost all meaning, by the way. If you physically take up the space that others are trying to move through, they will either have to confront you or move to the side in pajamas that reminds that, me of that a, implies they are also wearing pajamas right so okay um, um yeah that that reminds me of uh first off the uh the, the time warp uh put your hands on your hips uh what is it where is it anyway uh but the uh it it no longer has meaning to me it reminds me of ted lasso uh so i have i have been lasso pilled by the way so uh-huh <clears throat> the rest of the list, of course, is, um, and I'm just going to read the the bullet points here. Cross your arms in pajamas. Right. Scowl in pajamas. Well, yeah, I could point scowl in pajamas. in pajamas. Build muscles in pajamas. Don't fidget in pajamas. Oh, now and look well-groomed in pajamas. Don't fidget is hard for many people. <laughs> hmm You will never be intimidating because you fidget. Honestly, honestly, I don't want to be intimidating. And anytime I'm actually intimidating, it's probably just because I'm tall. I went to my 10 year high school reunion, a thing I did not want to go to. I cannot wait where this is going. But someone talked me into because I happened to still live in that town at the time. Sure. It was it ended up basically just being everyone going to a bar downtown and we were all hanging out, and I was talking to this girl that I went to high school with, and she was like, I used to think you were so cool, but I never talked to you because I found you so intimidating. And I was like, come again? Uh, <laughs> I'm a you giant found, nerd. You found, you found me intimidating. If a, a tree frog looks at me the wrong way, I think it's going to murder my family. Sure. It could, but a tree frog could very well do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm, I'm anxious about the fact that I, um, accidentally said, uh, thank you, you too, when the waitress said, enjoy your meal. I haven't That's, lived that down. I will say, my here, entire life. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help and you. you here. I'm gonna, you find me intimidating. I'm gonna help you with that one thing. They are gonna eat a meal at some point. You're just wishing them that they enjoy their next meal. No, uh huh. You, you, I'm, I, as somebody with that has anxiety and still has anxiety about a lot of things that he says, including on this podcast, I, I'm mm-hmm. going to give you an out on this one. I, they're going to eat another piece of food at some point, and that's a meal, and they will enjoy it. Hopefully, it, it and you're giving them best wishes. I don't stand for your your anxiety slander. Uh, Jeff gets everyone oh, to yeah, sign a piece of community. paper. 
that says that they want to sue Greendale. And then uh, he ends up having a change of heart for reasons I don't remember now. Uh, I believe it's Um, because he gets hired on as a teacher. (laughs) And well, also because he he talks with Rob Corddry again. Oh, yeah. Um, And and he's a jerk. (laughs) Just straight up. He's he's a jerk to him. And then he kind of sees what the rest of the the study group has become. And then he walks outside to see the Pierce Hawthorne hologram that's trying to lead him to the Pierce Hawthorne Museum of Gender Gender Sensitivity and Sexual Potency. I feel like the sexual potency was a Pierce Hawthorne request. Mm -hmm. The hologram says not to turn your back on Greendale. You're in a special place. A crappy place? Sure. But it's only because it gives crappy people a chance to sort themselves out. And then that's when Jeff goes and talks to the dean and becomes a teacher, uh, just as Abed prophesized. And then we get a last minute Jeff Winger speech. Uh, They make a new table at the end because first they burn the old table. Because no one deserves that table but them. Mm-hmm. No one is good enough. So they do burn the table and then they have to rebuild it because they do need the table, though. Because they, if I, it seemed like a mistake that the uh, table was being burnt based on right. the fact because, that they were burning a class action lawsuit documentation. Right. Because when Abed, or when they were originally going to sue, Abed was like, we should burn the table because uh, if no one can have it, or if we can't have it, no one can, should have it. Right. And so they they pull the table outside and dump a bunch of uh, gasoline or lighter fluid or something on it and um, some sort of propellant. I'm sure someone in the comments will be like, I'm an expert on all sorts of propellant. And um, uh, I know because of how it burned, it was X, Y, Z. So tweet at Good Greendale. Let us know. Um <laughs> I look away and think about something else for a moment and I come back to uh, talking about propellants. Accelerants. Sorry, that's what I meant. Okay. Accelerants. Um, propellants propel. Accelerants accelerate. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good mnemonic. So, uh, anyways, it's covered in some sort of accelerant. Um, and... Uh, then they decide, uh, Jeff gives his winger speech, he rips up the thing they signed, and uh, they go to burn it, and he drops it on the ground, and there's this trail of accelerant. It's, uh, it certainly like feels coded to be like gasoline or something, but... Uh-huh. Um, but I'm sure there that gasoline doesn't work that way, because, you know, television has said this works this way, so usually it doesn't work that way. Uh-huh. And uh, we need to get Mythbusters to be like, can you light a table on fire in this specific way in the specific community mm-hmm. episode? Uh, does Mythbusters still exist? <laughs> uh, it does not. It oh. ended uh, a while ago. Okay. If I remember correctly, the two hosts of Mythbusters don't like each other anymore. <laughs> they they don't really care that much for each other, actually. Well, here's um, hoping that you and I can avoid that fate. <laughs> oh, no. No, oh, no, no comment. Oh, no, silence. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the problem is, is that neither one of us can grow a walrus mustache like uh, Jamie Heineman. Yeah, it's true. Um, I can't do that. So... It's too legendary. So I think we're good. I think, that's I, yeah, you know, I, I don't know the dynamics the, of their whole work relationship. Yeah. It's got to be in part because of that big oh, walrus stash. It's, it's either too jealous or or too much or got in the way. Oh, can you mm-hmm. imagine? You're mm-hmm. trying to do scientific experience. Get your mustache out of the way of my experiment. And then he's like, no. And you're like, yeah, no, that's a good point. I can't, I can't ask you to cut that off. And then that's 90% of their arguments oh, yeah. right there. But that um, seems like it resolved itself in a pretty orderly manner very quickly. <laughs> uh, so the other 10% must have been really propelled by an accelerant. <laughs> Damn it. Um, so, uh, Couldn't help myself. <laughs> anyways, yeah, no, they don't, they don't really like each other that much. Um, <laughs> Although they don't, I don't think they dislike each other. I think they're just sort of like, I don't really want to work with him. Um, like, he's fine, but like, no, I'm done. Um, Fair enough. Anyways, 
Uh, I do miss Mythbusters a little bit, even though later seasons were kind of like, hey, you, are you familiar with the myth about how if you get a, a candle and you put it in a microwave and uh, the microwave, you write uh, Bloody Mary on it and then you set it to exactly 666 seconds, uh, the candle will create a time void into the Ooh, nether sphere the no the and known I'm like, myth and i'm like no i've never heard of that myth and they're no. like well it's a very common myth so we're gonna investigate it by standing our buster dummy next to the microwave as we do this and then the microwave just like melts the candle and they're like myth busted and i'm like well yeah yeah, guy, where'd you get this myth from? <laughs> you know what? Sometimes the myth is maybe the real myth is the friends we made along the way. Maybe the real myth is the friends we pretended to be on a TV show, but really kind of didn't like working with each other along the way. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just gotta, you mm-hmm. gotta, you gotta, yep, that myth, myth busted. Um, I was trying to think of the opposite of busted. Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> One rum and coke, and I am having trouble over here. They they light up the table, and then at the end they rebuild the table with uh, narration over the end that I think is just from an episode of yes. Bones. No, from Scrubs. So it is it is Zach Braff. From Scrubs. Uh, okay. Zach Braff using uh, like season nine monologue for I I'm either using a season nine monologue or just a monologue that they just decided to get Zach Braff for. Uh, I'm going to look this up because otherwise people will yell at us just like they were yelling at us about like, it's accelerant, you dummy. It's not right. propellant. Yeah, it's, it, you know, usually we can't tell what people are going to be yelling about, uh, but we know what this one is. Um, I can only stand to be wrong so many times in a single episode um, or else I will die. Uh, oh. Myth confirmed. Oh, no. Um, um, I found a, a, a verified tweet from Zach, at Zach Braff. Um, which is possibly the best way to resolve this question. Uh, all it says, it's a, a, a quote tweet um, that is asked by Jose Marin. What about voiceover from a community episode when they say Jeff is a certain percentage of Zach Braff? And Zach Braff quote tweets this uh, November 25th, 2020. I did do a voiceover on community. To this day, I have never seen it. Excellent. Perfect. Um, Chef kiss, no notes. Anyways, uh, yeah, they they have the the closing credit uh, or the closing uh, narration by Zach Braff, uh, which Abed points out. Yeah, he does a voice wrap up at the end of every episode. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, we get the tag, which is just Abed recuts the uh, commercial uh, that he made for Jeff, the superhero robot fighting lawyer commercial. So that he is now also a superhero who gets in a fight with Jeff and he ends up shrinking Jeff and eating him and pooping him out. Yep. And then Jeff is just kind of wordlessly staring at him. Mm-hmm. We did we did jump over the fact that there is one little joke that I really like where okay. um, when Abed is talking about how he's not doing film anymore, he's like, well, I did one commercial, but I still haven't been paid for that. And then Jeff is like, I will send you a check. Well, he's like, like also like you quit. <laughs> um and so I did find that very it's, funny it that like good. that it was obvious that, that I will say I will say as much as I'm a season 4 defender, I will say the the sort of quippiness uh has uh, the the lack of quippiness has been noted by just those little moments right. of just like that exchange, I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's Dan, Dan Harmon's back. Like, right. I can I can see why people were so worried about him being gone. Um, I will still defend season four, but, you know. A season that has I its up it. and downs. We've it. covered it all. <clears throat> We've covered it all. Um, that's the end of the episode, and that means that it is time for... Great!
I think it's a solid episode. Um, it is in this weird sort of position where it, it is called repilot, right? So it sure. is, it is coming out um, of the gate with this sort of like we really we need to sort of get back to roots. We need to simultaneously get back to what made us good while also acknowledging that we're doing that and also we are we do have to treat it sort of like an, a new pilot and so sure. it treads some of the same ground that the pilot did on purpose um abed even his abed's first line in the episode even is i see your value now and he's like oh it's the first thing you said to me in season one um and so you know having having that um uh as sort of the the setup um it does make it overall a more tame episode of community sure but i like it in that it is like it is setting expectation for the season of like like you know you don't you don't make coca-cola classic because new coke was good you make it because True. you did new Coke and whether it was a marketing ploy or an actual attempt to make good new Coke, um, you go back to Coca-Cola classic because they're like, we're going back to what made the Coca-Cola great. And so I feel like this episode is the introduction of Coca-Cola classic and I, I'm like, okay, well, you know, we'll we'll see where it goes. But right now, like... You're loving this you're classic you, taste. You, you, you brought it back. You brought it back. I'm loving the classic taste. Um, I think it's a solid B episode. It's a great start to the season. Um, uh, it's not, you know, uh, a million laughs a minute because it's it's really relaying that groundwork yeah. i think it has a lot of work to do after season four um because you know whether whether or not you like season four um it is very clear that they are pushing back to a different direction and you can't do that without kind of planting that flag in the ground and being like we are doing this right. and they do and i think it's successful um you know, it's it's it doesn't make it an outstanding episode, sure. but it makes a good episode. I enjoy it. Fair enough. Um, I am, you know, I'm on your on your on your side on this one. I think, you know, this kind of reset of expectations is important. Um, I do not love the reference to Scrub season nine because Scrub season nine I did not enjoy uh, because JD does leave and I do like JD. Um, you know, I, I love Scrubs. If if not that we're gonna, but we could do a Scrubs podcast. Not that we're gonna. Um, but I season nine is just rough for me, and uh, you know, like that reference, like hit, like I I watched it today, and that reference is like, oh god, you're referencing that. It feels very much like you know we know that this other thing did this worse. We're gonna do it better, or at least try to. And I get it's meta and stuff like that. Uh, that that one was like, ugh, it leaves an interesting taste in my mouth. But you're right. This resets after the gas leak year, resets community to what Dan Harmon is kind of pushing for. It kind of it literally puts everybody back where they were almost almost without fall uh, fail, except for obviously Chevy Chase, who's gone whether or not you like that or not. And then Jeff is in a different position as being a teacher, but everybody else comes back to school. It's it's very funny that our lives are worse than when we started at Greendale. Let's re-enroll, baby. Uh, that's a very funny uh -huh. uh, <laughs> logical leap for me. You know, I mean, again, graduated into a recession. Did I think about going to grad school just because it's a thing to do? Fair Boy, enough. Boy, howdy, I did. Fair enough. I don't think I, I wouldn't would have gone to, back to my. I wouldn't go back to my college. No, I don't sir. think I would go back to Greendale <laughs> Community College for a master's degree. Personally, yes. Personally, that's a personal thing. Um, also, just for the record, there are 182 episodes of Scrubs, so I'm going to say no. We cannot do a Scrubs. Oh podcast. no, I wasn't advocating that's that. So we many. Could. That's I'm not so doing many that. episodes. We already have 
uh, uh, this this show is going to have a movie, and then we got a whole other Futurama thing to do, and then we want to do other things. Anyway. Yeah, by um, comparison, there are this- currently 140 episodes of Futurama, plus there will be 10, uh, 20 more. So we either way, oh God, still 20? fewer than Scrubs. Okay, anyway, we're getting off track of my grades. <laughs> Yes, uh, yeah, I think I'm on your on, on on the same side as you. It, it is it is cl- very clearly a setup episode. It is very clearly setting up where where we're kind of we're kind of doing the the sitcommy thing of snapping back to where we kind of had you know like almost had been the entire time where these six uh, people are just going to be at Greendale all the time um, and. You know, maybe it's going back to the roots. Maybe it's kind of like, well, we can't really reimagine this show that deeply. I don't know. It is. It definitely is a setup episode. So yeah, I think. I think for me, just because I had a visceral reaction to the Scrubs reference, uh, is it's going to be a B minus for me. But I, I, I echo a lot of the things that you said. All right. Well, we want to know what you think about this episode, about Scrubs, about the Scrubs reference, about us doing a Scrubs podcast, which for the we record will not, will not happen. Not even a little bit. Uh, we could do we could do no? like a nine episode. No, because I was like, we could do a nine episode when we're just talking about each individual season. That's still watching 182 yeah, you gotta watch of Scrubs. A whole, you got to binge an episode in a, or a, a whole season in a week, my man. Uh, let us know if you want to pay me enough money to quit my job to do a nine episode short series on each scrub season. Uh, um, <laughs> the scrubs miniseries from Ben you've been clamoring for. The scrubs miniseries from Ben that you are willing to pay tens of thousands of dollars for. <laughs> um, you know, if this happens just, and you do have to do this, you've, you've, you've painted yourself into look, quite look. a corner. Yeah, if this happens, Mike, if people pay me tens of thousands of dollars to watch 182 episodes of Scrubs, 169 of which I have seen before because I did not watch the last season, All to then to yes, then do nine episodes of a podcast, yeah, I say make the check out to Ben. All I'm saying is that it just takes one mega donor to make this happen. You know, one of your, get, your get Hank at Screen. me mega donor. You, one of you know these, what? your, you Hank know what Screen. though, Mike, <laughs> you know, what's, you know, what's better than my day job watching 182 episodes of scrubs and then talking about them nine times. <laughs> okay. You know what? You make a good argument there. <laughs> Boy, your resume is going to be weird. It's like, you know, did job, did job, watch Scrubs a uh-huh. whole bunch. Tech support, <laughs> tech support, sysadmin, sis tech support. What Watched 180 episodes of Scrubs and talked about it in Scrubs nine episodes. Scrubs watcher at Ben LLC. Uh, <laughs> make the check out to Ben. We want to know what you think about uh, the the Weird Al bio, bio peak. Um we uh, and we, uh, we, I am on the pro column, and we want to know if you would get rid of your phone, your smartphone apps, or your Google searches. Uh, well, you can tell Bing us all these or things. DuckDuckGo, whatever search you want to search, you can't search them anymore if you choose that. You one. can tell us. You can tell us all these things and more. Um, and since you may or may not have a search engine anymore after answering <laughs> that question, you can find us on Twitter at. Good uh, at Good Greendale. <laughs> we almost forgot it there you can for find a moment, us, but we're good. You can find us on the internet at goodmorninggreendale.com, where there's a contact form. You can send us an old email, and uh, we will uh, maybe read that on the show. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Futurama. And of course, don't forget our fan group on Facebook, The League of Jeremy's, uh, put together by amazing super fan Laura. Mm-hmm. Um, giving giving me images that I didn't know I needed, like a, a Fall Guys costume for Ted Lasso. Uh, Can you imagine? Could you imagine him just running running up that up that slime climb, jumping up, trying to get yeeted by one of those giant mallets? Oh, Baby, I would love to do that. And then he gets he gets hit by a mallet, and you just hear the sound clip of "Believe," and yeah, he's yeah. like, "Yeah." And yeah, then, like and then when he hits a thing, it's it's when he slaps the the. Yep. Uh, and, and then he falls off into the goop, and some Mumford and Sons plays. Uh, you can get in contact with us all those ways. Thank you, as always, for listening. My favorite thing is this. when we we like just 
like throw jokes at the end of the episode just because like we want to. Uh, we do want to thank everybody for listening for, to the, our, our nonsense for quite a long while. I hope you enjoyed uh, this this episode. Put a smile on your face, and uh, thank you for coming to the end of these. We really appreciate that you that you you take time out of your day so that you can listen to us be goofballs. It really means a lot. Uh, and until next week, when we're talking about another episode of Community, not Scrubs. I can't stress that enough. Cannot stress unless, that enough. Unless, again, you want to pay me lots of money. Get at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, until then, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I, I wish, wish you, you luck. luck. <laughs>